Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, I'll be talking about the WNBA Finals. I'll finally get to wrap a bow on that. Also, James Harden is on the move, guys, to the LA Clippers. We'll talk about that as well. And I will also get into the Dwight Howard situation also. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, it's your boy GD back with the All Things Basketball with GD podcast. And this episode, I have a variety of news items here. I know I have to put a bow on the WNBA finals, which I'm going to do. And then, of course, we have James Hart, who finally got traded. We'll talk about that. And then also one news item basketball related but off the court and kind of salacious so uh, I'll just stop there I'll leave it for later so anyhow let us get started congratulations to the Las Vegas Aces for winning back-to-back championships by defeating the New York Liberty three games to one and what was a grueling series actually the Las Vegas Aces They took the first two games out there in Vegas, and then they go to New York to the Barclays Center to face the Liberty, only to lose that game 87-73 to in a game where they end up losing both Chelsea Gray, their floor general, and also Kia Stokes, who does the dirty work inside, which kind of frees up Asia Wilson. So they lose both of them to foot injuries, unfortunately. Yeah, I got to watch game three, and Chelsea's injury was pretty bad. They were to be back if there was a game five, supposedly. With that said, with their backs against the wall, after losing that game three, and then losing both of those players, a lot of people were kind of spelling doom and gloom for them for that game four. So with their backs against the wall, Vegas ends up winning that game for 70-69. In a game where it was very nip and tuck, actually the Liberty were handling them pretty good up until about the fourth quarter. And Liberty had a chance to take the lead and win the game. But in the last few seconds, with Brianna Stewart covered pretty good by Alicia Clark, And then the ball swings over to Benaji Laney, who swings it over to Courtney Vandersloot. And her last second shot was an air ball. Actually, she had a very good game up until that point. So the Aces end up winning that game. Asia Wilson, who had a fantastic series, had a down game in game three, but bounced back with a 20-point, 14-rebound performance thus ending up winning the finals MVP. Now guys, I had kind of predicted that if they were to win everything and end up back-to-back champions, this would be the case where the team would make an effort to get her the MVP for the finals and they pretty much held to form and Aja ends up winning finals MVP. 
and what a resume this young lady has. Asia Wilson, whoosh, at age 27, has a full resume in terms of basketball accomplishments. From winning it all as a collegiate player to multiple times MVP, multiple times defensive player of the year, gold medalist, and then now add a finals MVP to the mantle along with back-to-back championships. Absolutely incredible player. And it speaks to the ridiculousness of the vote, how she ended up being third. And also that ridiculous fourth place vote. I think I figured out who the fourth place voter was. Because if you looked at the ballot, one person got a third place vote and that was Jewel Lloyd. So if I had to venture a guess, it was probably a writer out of Seattle who probably put Aja Wilson as fourth. So take it for what it is. But nonetheless, Becky Hammond, let's talk about her. Two years in the W, two seasons, two times leading the team to the best record. And now back-to-back champion. So Becky Hammond, I tell you, she's turned this program around. Her coaching, her belief in her players, just incredible. And then after winning, you know, everybody had their little hot takes and so forth. You had Sid Colson saying night-night because of game three. The Liberty did that to them. She returned the favor after they win. You know, with the winners goes to spoil so you want to talk you talk fine i'm not going to kill you for that kelsey plum who i like on the other hand made this ridiculous statement about the liberty basically saying that those girls over there don't like each other comparing their situation to the aces situation basically you can't buy a championship you got to build it and so forth which that part of it fine you want to say that to go as far to say they don't like each other, uh, I think you kind of reach in there. I even said it on social media, and of course somebody had to oppose me, and I had to break it down for them. And then Jonquil Jones, she came out and disparaged the statement, which led to Kelsey Plum rectifying what she said and apologizing. So, you know, there's water on the bridge. She apologized, said we can move on from there. But Asia Wilson... In consecutive years, called on the singer-performer Usher to show up at their parade. And her request this time, not saying it went unheard, but he wasn't able to make it. But what he ended up doing was inviting the team to one of his shows in Vegas, since he has a residence in Vegas. So they go to the show. They got great seats right there, front row. And Usher does his show, does his thing, and he saunters over to Asia Wilson and, you know, how some of these concerts are where they pick out a person and kind of sing to that person and so forth. So he does that to her, has her eat the chocolate, chocolate covered strawberry. That's what it looked like. I, I, I could be wrong, but plays up to that. And then he invites the team up there. And of course, Sydney Coulson can't help herself. She got to show out. All in all, again, to the victor goes the spoils. So it was nice to see that team, especially Asia Wilson, getting their flowers. So again, congratulations to the Las Vegas Aces. Y'all did y'all things. So kudos to y'all. With that said, let us move on to the next news item. 
Big news out of the NBA, guys. James Harden finally gets his wish. He gets traded to the Los Angeles Clippers. And therefore, he's headed back home. He's a L.A. kid, so he's headed back home. Here's how the deal shakes out, guys. The L.A. Clippers, they get James Harden, along with P.J. Tucker and Philippe Petrusev. And then the Philadelphia 76ers, they get this package. Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, Nicholas Batum, Kenyon Martin Jr., a 2028 unprotected first round pick, two second round picks for 2026, 2028, a 2029 pick swap, and then a first round pick that they're receiving from the Oklahoma City Thunder. And then with receiving all these players, the Sixers will waive guard Danny Green to make room for these guys coming in. That is the deal in a nutshell, guys. Let us look at the timeline here, how this came to fruition. Just prior to free agency, James Harden opts in for the 2023-2024 season. His player option, he opts in at the price tag of $35.6 million. Then soon after that, like I said, he pulls a Kyrie and he requests to be traded. Then, some months later, he goes on a basketball tour in China where he tells the folks over there, he calls out team president Daryl Morey, the same Daryl Morey who gave him the bag over there with the Houston Rockets. He called him a liar and said that he will never be part of an organization that Daryl Morey is a part of. And not only said it once, he repeated it, so you have that. Then a few weeks later, the NBA, they issued a fine to James Harden for the amount of $100,000. Citing that publicly declaring you will not honor your contract is a direct violation of NBA policy. And remember I talked about how Dame Lillard did the smart thing treading lightly when it came to trade demands and so forth. He was issued that warning and he never crossed that line. Whereas James Harden crossed the line by saying, I'm not going to play for this guy while in the contract. Then he reported to training camp only to leave the team. He never played in the preseason for the Sixers. And then when the season started, he called himself joining the team, but he got to the airport and security told him, no, nah, you can't get on this flight, bro. When that happened, in my mind, I was like, yeah, that's it. They're pretty much done. So it's just a matter of Daryl Morey pulling the trigger on a deal. And thus, you have the deal that you have there. Some people might say, oh, where's Terrence Mann in this deal? Where is Norman Powell in this deal? I'm of the mindset that you were the deal of Norman Powell. I think it would be kind of redundant because you still have... Kelly Oubre Jr., who you signed recently, well, just before training camp, you signed him. Also, you got Forcon Kuzmat, who, oh, by the way, he's been trying to get out of Philly for the last five years, and you haven't honored that, so that's a story for another day. But nonetheless, that was the deal that shook out, guys. So I think Philly did 
about as good as they could do given the circumstances. Are there any star players in this package? No, not if you're looking at this, but sometimes addition by subtraction actually helps your team, and I think that's the case here. He wasn't going to be happy any way you look at it, so to bring a disgruntled player back into the fold just wouldn't work. So I say, good for Daryl Morey. He finally fell on the sword and said, let me just get the deal that I think I could get. He got plenty of draft capital here, guys. I think it's more about the draft capital than it is about the players themselves, although I can see a Marcus Morris and a Robert Covington helping. Then you have Nicholas Batum in this deal also, and Nick Batum's wife, she posted, I don't know if it was on Instagram, on social media, the exact statement that Drew Holiday's wife made after Drew Holiday was traded to the Blazers, basically standing in lockstep with her in that regard. And that's the part of the business that we talk about, oh, this guy should be traded, that guy should be traded. We don't take into account the families that have established themselves in the community and so forth. Now they got to pack up and move. You know, you have people who like, oh, boo-hoo, you know, you're getting millions anyway. Sometimes it's not just about that. We all know the NBA's a business, and more likely than not, your chances are very good of getting traded at some point. But still, there's families involved, so I'll just leave it there. But Harden gets traded, and now you have, we'll talk about the fit as far as the Clippers go. So now you have him there along with Kawhi Leonard, California kid, Paul George, California kid, Russell Westbrook, California kid. So you got all these Cali guys there now. So we'll see what happens with them. When I did my preseason predictions, I had them finishing last because I knew they're not going to reach the threshold about 60 games, more likely than not. But this kind of paints a different picture and... If I were to do my prediction today, I would put them a rung above Lakers. I'm starting to waver on the Lakers because Anthony Davis, I thought he'd be bringing it, but I'm starting to waver on them. Golden State, I think, will be fine. Phoenix will be fine uh, for the moment. Right now, they're dealing with injuries. Two of the three guys aren't even there right now as in Devin Booker and also Bradley Beal. So you have that. What Can I put them above the Lakers? I don't know if I could. Although Darvin Hand, I don't know what he's doing over there. So there's that issue. But i probably put them a rung or two up higher with this deal. Because I think Harden will play over there. I know it was a bad look, him axing out of three teams in a matter of two years and a half. I think this situation is probably more tailor-made for him than any of those situations. Do I see him maxing out of here down the road? With him, I just can't predict, so we'll see what happens. In terms of fantasy-wise, I think he'll still get his 20 or so per game. I think his assists will be down. The fact that he's over there with Russell Westbrook, so I think that'll be down. In terms of Paul George, 
I don't think this affects him too much. Maybe a few less shots. Same with Kawhi. Probably a few less shots for him. Russell Westbrook, I think it directly affects him. Unless Tyron Lue is of the mindset, we need scoring more than we need the assists, although we know you can dish the ball. So maybe having Russell set everybody up, maybe that's the way to go. Are they better today than they were yesterday? Absolutely. No question about it. You kind of lose some depth there. I mean, you still have Terrence Mann, thankfully, and Norman Powell. You do lose some length at forward, so I'll be interested to see how that shakes out. You did bring in a P.J. Tucker who can defend, but you need a few more P.J. Tuckers on that squad. But nonetheless, they are better today than they were a few days ago. I'll say that. In terms of Philly right now, I love this for Tyrese Maxey. Now he can be the prime ball handler. I love it for a guy like DeAnthony Melton. I think this helps him. Also, Tobias Harris, I think so far he looks good. So I think this definitely gives him a boost. I think of all the guys that went over, probably Marcus Morris will probably end up being in the starting lineup next to Tobias Harris, along with Embiid in that front court. I think first man coming off the bench in terms of the guys that came over, Probably a Robert Covington, who's a long forward who can guard both positions. So I think he could see a shot of life in this deal. Nick Batum, I'm not sure how he shakes out in all this. Kenyon Martin's a young kid who, you know, you can have there. He can watch the vets and learn from them. But is Philly better today than they were a few days ago? I would say probably so because you allowed a player that was probably going to rock the boat to leave. Now you have players that want to be there. So, yeah, maybe they are better today. Again, Daryl Morey had to do what Daryl Morey had to do. So, kudos to him for that. So, that's the Harden deal. Now, I want to talk briefly about a player who... He's not in the NBA right now, but he kind of wants in. But I think this situation that has popped up won't do wonders for him in terms of getting back in the league. And that's Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard is being accused of sexual misconduct, if you will. A man named Stephen Graham, I believe, has pressed charges against him. I'm not going to go into all the dirty details. I'll just sum it up in a nutshell. A couple of years back, this guy slid into Dwight Howard's DMs, wanted to link up with him. He did so, but what happened was what turned into a person-to-person thing became a situation where another person got involved, and he's basically saying he was forced to do things that he didn't want to do. So basically, now Dwight Howard is denying everything, and now he goes on social media to say, why is everybody worried about, I'm not going to describe the way he described it, but basically, why is everybody worried about who he's laying down with? And then you have people like rapper turned podcaster Mace 
going on and saying we lie about the fact that people don't care about stuff like this they do Dwight Howard he goes back at him without naming him and so forth here's what I'm gonna say we're in a day and age now where you know what if that's your preference if that's the route you want to go just be your authentic self don't hide don't try and be this person that you're not just be who you are because if you don't stuff like this gets out just be who you are yeah i'm gonna say this i completely disagree with mace no one cares whether he's laying down with a woman or man you know who cares about that stuff internet trolls and religious zealots that's it those are the only people that cares about who this man is in the bed with if you look at jason collins when he came out it shook the world for a little bit and then it died down then you have executive for the gold state rick welts openly gay no one cares no one cares the man is in the hall of fame now so his lifestyle didn't keep him out of the hall of fame that's for sure what he did as an executive is what put him in the hall of fame and now you have another gay executive in the nba for the Suns, ryan resch no one's holding that against him he has a prominent job with a nba franchise just be who you are don't hide behind a facade or so forth just be who you are and there may be rumblings in the beginning but after a while it'll die down it will die down so that's what i get out of it just be who you are don't put on these airs trying to as old phrase fake the funk just be your authentic self because there's a lot of people in graves now because they couldn't be their authentic selves and they carried that stress that trauma with them to the grave so just be yourself that's that's all i'm gonna say about that that's my rant on that particular situation and then lastly i will talk about congratulations to shaquille o'neal and to alan iverson on being named Reebok's brand president and vice president respectively Shaquille O'Neal as the president, Iverson as the vice president. And his first act as president was signing LSU's Angel Reese to a NIL deal. So congratulations to Shaq and Allen Iverson. And also congratulations to Angel Reese, who's adding to her bag. She's already getting over a million and nil deals this just adds fuel to the fire for that young lady and hey again like i said with asia wilson to the victor goes to spoil so good for angel reese get that bag get it while you're young get it while you can produce with that said that's it guys that is it for me i know i'm supposed to do season award predictions i don't know if i'm going to get to that but i just wanted to quickly come on here and talk about this latest news especially with james harden being traded so i wanted to be on top of that tie a bow on the WNBA, and then talk about the dwight howard situation all right guys so 
I thank you for listening. Much appreciated. I have a new call to action. I ask you guys just to hang out another minute or so and you'll get all the information in that regard about the website, about the email address and ways to support this show. All right, guys. So once again, I thank you for listening. Much appreciated. And we'll talk soon. Take care. Hello, my peeps. Thank you for listening and supporting the All Things Basketball with GD podcast. You can find us on our website, allthingsbasketballwithgd.com. You could also email us at thatsportsdugd at gmail.com. Also, listen and watch us on YouTube, All Things Basketball GD. Hit the like button when you see our videos. Also, write a blurb about our show. You can listen to us on all podcast platforms, including Spotify and Apple. Leave a review for us at Apple. On the website, you can support us by hitting the Buy Me a Coffee button, support on Anchor button, or donate on PayPal. You can also support us by our cash app, GD That Sports Dude. Once again, I thank you for listening and supporting the show, and do take care.